dust in ashes and turn to God return. Hello, my friend. It's good to join with you again, and uh, Greg and I want to walk with you through the Lenten season, uh, through this springtime of our lives, for a new time. And for an old guy, that's something to not only hope for, but long for, (laughs) but especially to receive. So during Lent, not only do we wish to follow Christ, but we're called to receive again his message, to come to know and learn who this Lord of ours is, if he is the one you're following, or at least interested in learning about a little bit more. It happens to be the first Sunday of Lent when I am recording this, and you're the first person I'm talking to today. I'm thinking of you. I know others are listening, but already I saw some messages on my phone, and I thought they're singular people in my life given to me by God. That isn't only a spiritual insight, but it's a truth. And as I look out on the desert, which is where I am today, and we hear a very short passage from the Mark Gospel, chapter 1, 12 through 15, of the Spirit which drove Jesus out into the desert, where he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by the Satan, and that he was among wild beasts, and angels ministered to him. Most notably, we have the opportunity to follow him there as well. <laughs> so here I am, and the only wild beast I've seen the last two mornings when the sun is rising is a, a little rabbit that's already up outside my window and hopping between small plants that seem to like deserts and near big cacti who do too, who thrive here. It's a Sagrado desert, if I pronounce it correctly. It's a place of wonderful life, where life is really uh, blossoming in a new way, differently than where I usually live. And I think that's why I love the desert. It invites me to see life differently, because it is alive. It's not barren. It's bearing a great deal of life here. It's bearing me, and I feel a newness of life happening for me. And I pray God blesses you with that felt sense wherever you are, whatever time of day or year you're listening to this, that we know as Jesus invites us to, and Francis says, let us begin now with his new grace of this moment. That's why we often pray with each other at the mountain, be still and know that I am God. This God presence is overabundance for us in a world that's just aching and broken and it seems uh, without an acknowledgement of the fullness and riches of life that we can have. Nations grabbing after other nations and people trying to get something out of somebody else. And if that's the pattern or habit you might be seeing and I do, what do we do about it? Well, I can be angry and upset, which I normally am, or... Might I really listen deeply to the God within us who invites us to befriend everyone and everything as Jesus did? Richard Rohr makes the point, and it's so important right now, that Jesus did not ask us to bow down and worship him. Rather, at least in my own phrase, he invites us now to stand up or 
sit where we are or begin to walk again if we can and follow him, follow him, which is to say to become a disciple. So we hear this band of disciples. Sometimes there are thousands listening to Jesus. And he's not going out giving merit badges or saying, now wear this red shirt or this blue outfit. No one is enlisted into a personality cult or brought more deeply into the life of God by God's own Son, who shows us how to be servants, to give our lives away for others. Praise God, we don't have to do it like some people are in our world, dying for others in war or in other ways of self-sacrifice. But you are, if you're a parent or a friend, enduring at times things that are painful or difficult. And that's part of our Lenten season. We can ennoble practices and miss the ones that are presented to us. (laughs) Our everyday life invites us into a Lenten practice. If penance is part of your Lent, you might simply be aware of it and not then maybe say, oh boy, I'm getting it done, but then say, oh God, help me with this one. And that's the journey, where we are, where I am now here on the desert. I'll be for a while longer. And it immediately felt like home, not just because I've been in or around this desert before, Because it's over 10 years now, and it's changed. And homes have come nearer, though not real close, to this desert, how to sit prayer. But there's a felt sense that that, that the world has developed. But still, this space is large and open to the sky, which invites me to have a larger heart and open to the God who is not only overseeing, but within and amidst all of us. At the mountain, a phrase we use in the ongoing work we're doing, especially with our Council of Spirit and Life, but I, with Karen, hope to share these images more and more with people because they're very simple. We invite us to become informed, uh, uh, learn, uh, continue to become, or, or choose to be disciples. Many of us have found very fine practices in Buddhism and other places, and I would never turn you away from yoga or anything that's a benefit to you, because why it's a benefit? It helps us to be body, world, and other conscious, which is exactly what Jesus is inviting us to do as well. But as I gather again or feel called again to be his disciple in this this Lent, this springtime, I find myself out in a desert and with him, Or maybe he with me, or the Holy Spirit. How she as wisdom really comes into our lives and carries us as an amazing gift for us. She walks each moment with us, literally what her name is, inspiring us, breathing with us and in us. So no wonder we breathe gently when we breathe, be still and know. But we all know inform is not enough. And the beauty of Christian faith is that it is outer-oriented. It's gospel, good news to take to the world. And so in becoming informed, it invites me to be reformed, 
to let my stingy heart be open or places where I've closed down or where anger or hurt might hold on to me, to be renewed. Reform means, as Irenaeus would say, to let my clay remain moist so that the artist can still be shaping me. That's God's grace and presence and that of other friends to reform us. We become informed. We long to follow the good news. We become reformed so that, why? So that you and I, you and I can help transform the world. The good news is not only a message of words or uh, an inspiring new theological statement that broke in on people. It isn't only a new faith that gathered up and came up out of the great ancient faith of God's ongoing enduring presence among his people, now in Jesus Christ, who dies for us and rises. But it's this wonderful, spirited trinity bearing life with you and in me, with all of us, for the world, bringing transformation to the world. The wonderful thing is, no one of these things happen on their own. (laughs) It's not a recipe. Step one, two, and three. Some of this happened to you early on in your life, and maybe all that's happening all at once right now, I feel it is for me. But wherever we are, it's not to take our pulse, it's to proceed. It's to open our heart to the person of Christ. It's to listen to the God who's present to you in your own way of receiving God, so that in your own way, you might do what Christ heard Jesus in the gospel today. He said, after John was arrested, as he came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God, Jesus said, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, which is all of what I'm reflecting on with you, isn't just departing from sin, it's transformation. Repent and believe in the gospel, which you know and I know. And if you don't, may it awaken you now. Gospel means good news. So there's good news today, my friend, and that is that our life opens again in this very moment. As you and I pause, as Greg listens with us and lends his spirit and his great skills to producing this for us, where all of us, the three of us and others, others we don't even know, are pausing, being still, and knowing that God is. Be still and know that God is. Be still and feel that presence of life eternal and life renewed. Be still. Be. May the spirit of the Lord and the spirit of renewal enter deeply into your life and may you bring that spirit to the world. Dan Riley, Greg Lacamelli with the Mountain Community, beating you as we continue to grow and move into this new season. Leave the dust in ashes and turn to God, we 
turn to God with tears and fasting. God, you are the God of my rescue. You have helped me. You have healed me. All who love the Lord sing in praises. There are tears.